The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. The opinions expressed in the Rough House podcast do not necessarily reflect those of the WWE, Lucha Underground, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, GFW, are they even still a thing? MCW Pro Wrestling, CZW, Nads Flappy Sack, Marvel Studios, Kellogg's, Frisky's Cat Food, Ted Turner, Jameson Irish Whiskey, Fruit of the Loom, Hershey's, Samsung, Amblin Entertainment, Groundskeeper Willie, or the cast and crew of The Walking Dead. Since the dawn of mankind, those in professional wrestling have turned to the Pro Wrestling Podcast to gain insight into how to do their jobs, how to create angles, develop new characters, and create fiery feuds with which to capture an audience's attention. What better group of individuals than basement dwellers on internet-purchased microphones to guide the hand of a multi-million dollar industry? We're proud to present one such podcast, courtesy of the Realm Network, here at the Rough House, where black people and white people watch wrestling. And Hispanic people, too. And all people. No. We shall enjoy our time together as we are yes. rolling. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to a brand new Rough House podcast. I was telling um, Justin and Marty, who are on here as well, as uh, per usual, uh, really embarrassing moment. I figured out we're trying this new thing uh, as we record with this website, this cast thing or whatever. And there's a really cool feature that allows uh, when you mix the file down, each person's uh, is recorded on their own track. When it mixed down, it kind of puts the levels together so that uh, there's not a lot of disparity in one person's voice to another, which I know was a complaint. Uh, how we started doing this. Uh, what I found is that it boosts my heavy fucking fat ass breathing up a lot. <laughs> oh so no! If you're listening to these shows and hear a lot of heavy breathing. I'm. It's me. I'm a. I'm a lard ass, and I'm not even close to the microphone. It's the dynamic mix down that makes it sound like I'm deep throating this Yeti mic. So oh. I'm not, but I'm just extremely out of shape and breathe heavily. So just a uh, just a little uh, heads up for the fine folks listening out there. Well, um, yeah. Why don't you guys check your emails? Okay. Because I uh, oh I stumbled upon what might be one of the greatest minute and forty seconds I've ever witnessed on the internet. And um, all I see is a thumbnail, and I'm not sure you're watching uh, it. You're both fucking watching it. And, okay. Uh, I'll kind of yeah yeah Marty. I'm not sure what your yeah. fucking uh, pornography sensibilities are, but <laughs> and, uh, I, I don't have the link. I don't know if something went wrong on my side. Through. I'll be honest. All right. No. Uh, I, I emailed you to the uh, to the, uh, yeah, the email no, address. Marty Marty is in there. Marty, yeah. Marty yeah, do you looks, have anything else like besides that? Because it's in there. Marty, you have your phone in front of you by any chance. I, I do have my phone in front Copy of me. Copy that. Time to send this oh. off to you. It's oh, a, there this it is. is what, there, there it is. is. This is what I like to call a day changer. Um, and make sure you have the audio up and really enjoy that. Now, uh, you, you feel free to even hold the audio <laughs> next to the speakers. Oh. There's nothing guttural about oh, it. Oh, no. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Oh. Uh-huh. Justin. <laughs> well, well, Where? Uh, but are Where? you listening to the audio? You got to hear the audio. The audio really sells it. Give it all you got to fight to the top. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, Zach Gowan action. Mama Gowan. Man, man, man. 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 
Justin. Oh. Uh, so, so my yep. my question is, how do you end up down this rabbit hole, Justin? The what? dark web. Oh, man. you don't want to know. The you fucking don't. dark web. <laughs> Some things are better left unexplained, mm-hmm. Marty. I've known Justin hey, for a very long time. Uh, this is uh, one of those things. Okay, I, I I'm just intrigued. I'm I'm asking the question for the listener. You want to buy a person, know. Marty? <laughs> <laughs> I got a guy. I got a so, guy. So to explain what Marty and I just watched, what Justin just sent us was a video of a a man uh, lying nude on a bed. This is this yep. seems very seventy late seventies early eighties yeah. era uh, pornography. The I golden guess. era. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, so the the lady comes um, into but the above. bed, hops into the bed, mind you, and then uh, proceed. I don't even know how to describe this. Uh, the lady lubes up her leg nope. stump and penetrates the male with said leg stump, uh, and they achieve simultaneous orgasm. A little something for everybody there. Yeah, that's it's... pretty much it. That's the all-you-can-fuck buffet that I just bought you guys a plate <laughs> to. Yeah, take the, take the Paige and Brad Maddox video, except yeah. remove Brad Maddox. Uh-huh. Uh, replace it with Zach Gowan. Yep. Yep. Okay. And then, um, just because I've always wanted to see what this would be like. Also, Curtis Axel is there. And Curtis Axel is on all fours instead of Paige. And it's Zach Gowan with, like, a freshly pickle-juiced, marinated leg nub kick-fucking his asshole. As the entire Trey Parker and Matt Stone... Now uh, you're a man, <laughs> a man, man, man. DVDA was, was the, the name movie, of their right? band. Yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ. Justin. Well. Only thing that got me through the day. You are so, a gift from heaven. That's it, man. I found that <laughs> on a bad. So speaking of being, <laughs> speaking of being leg fucked by a stump, uh, oh, elimination yeah. chamber, anybody? Yeah. How, how do we enjoy that? Yeah. You're the key, you're, you're now the king of segues. Here's your crown. Thank you, Marty. Speaking <laughs> <laughs> of leg fucked, uh, yeah, was, she eliminated his chamber. Yeah, we, uh, yeah. We're we got we got elimination chamber out of the way, oh, of which yeah. I watched portions of. Uh, miss much. Probably the best way to watch that show. Not I watched a, the matches, the elimination chamber matches, and yep. that was it. Uh, yeah, nothing else. I really uh, paid any type of attention to. But you, um, you didn't miss much. You didn't yeah. miss much at all. Highly predictable, very entertaining, but no mm-hmm. surprises. Right. Um, no. Again, you Shut had up. a. Yeah, you want to start with the women's and then get to the men's? I mean, we don't need to go over any of the other no, single shit. Know. Really well, we could, uh, we could maybe talk about Nia Jax and Oscar Ronda. for a minute. Yeah. Oh, and Ro- oh, oh Ronda. Oh, N- Nia and Oscar and Ronda, yeah. Oof, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, Ronda, not moving tickets, not moving ratings. So, well, I thought, yeah. Go ahead, Marty. I, 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 I was the same thing I did. Yeah, exactly, because <laughs> uh, we read the exact same thing this morning. Uh, yeah. Apparently, Ronda actually is the cause of a shit ton of walk-up business, uh, according really? to... According walk to good old, okay, so yeah. pre-sold tickets, no walk-up no. business, yes. You know, I, Uncle Dave made it sound like uh, they were looking at eight thousand, and she got them to eleven thousand in the arena by Sunday. So, but I how much guess... of that was her? Uh, I mean, that's yeah, that's fair. Dave saying she got her there. That's just I'm thinking. Yeah. That's just walk up, walk up. Who? I mean, did is there like a little fucking questionnaire at the office? Like, I'm here to see Ronda. <laughs> I, I think that just might be yeah. walk up. 
It's it's um, like indie rock clubs. Who are you here to see? They ask you at the front entrance. They mark it down and they split up the money that way. Exactly. Yeah, you, you get that yeah. cut of whoever came to see you. I still don't think uh, yeah. that she really moved the needle. But yeah, she had some walk up. But yeah. but you look at the raw that she was on to mm-hmm. follow up Elimination Chamber. Her third hour segment and all third hours go down. But no one right. really stuck around abnormally to watch her. Yeah. yeah so. Teenage Boys, that was about it from what I gathered from, uh, from the ratings <laughs> recap. Yeah, so maybe. Teenage Boys really into Ronda Rousey. Um, while we're talking about her on Raw real quick, um, I watched uh, the Hulu cut of it today. Uh, the Hulu cut is 90 minutes long. Uh, they played the recap package of the Rousey segment from the night before three times in that okay. 90 minutes of of the Raw cut. And there were three matches in that 90 minutes of God the damn. Raw cut. Uh, it was just promo after promo after promo. Like, I know you're advancing storylines into WrestleMania, but I... I even though I'm not watching live and I'm watching on Hulu, I still want to see a bunch of fucking wrestling. Um, so that was that kind of stuck out at me today because it was a lot, a lot of that. Um, but back to Sunday with with the Ronda segment, it started out not so great. Um, Very bad, no good. <laughs> don't start. Don't start your first promo with "Hey guys." <laughs> this milk toast drippy fucking white bread and a glass of water for dipping Flanders fucking inflection just hey guys it's like no bitch come out and make a statement come out and just head kick right. Stephanie or something like that or I don't well, know. They, they had to get to it. They had they had to have a reason to. You know, she, at that point, she didn't have a reason to 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 get physical with anybody. And you know, once they finally got to it, uh, it that segment took a complete one eighty, and it got entertaining, and it got the crowd a hundred percent behind her, which is you know, uh, I guess the meaning of this whole thing. For Steph wants to be the Vince to uh, Rousey Stone Cold. So you know, they got it going, Kurt. Kurt actually did really well, I think, uh, playing mm-hmm. the uh, the spoiler role here. Um, he hasn't been uh, knocking out of the park promo wise, but you know his his kind of mumbly thing was kind of working for him to his advantage here. Uh, even though he did say WrestleMania twenty one instead of thirty one, no. which there was there was a real abrupt edit on the uh, audio recap package as a, a <laughs> former audio editor. I, I I picked that out right quick, but um. But yeah, it ended up with uh, with Rousey tossing trips into a table, which looked good and popped the crowd. And Steph came back in and delivered a vicious right hand slap, open palm slap to her. And then you got the Ronda Rousey that we all wanted to see, which is you know her staring staring down with that mug, just ready to to, to fuck something up. So you know the, it took a while to get there, but once they got there, I think overall the the segment was successful. What do you think they're going to do about her ability on the microphone, though? Are they going to leave this all with Kurt? Are they going to make this a WrestleMania only to do? Because WrestleMania is going to come and go in less than two months, and then they're going to have someone that's going to have to stand on her own two feet. She's going to have to talk on her own. And so far, outside of that derpy fucking scowl and her ability to lift up a grown man and throw his ass through a table, um, her ability to deliver a promo, I believe, is going to be... uh, non-existent at worst, embarrassing at best. And it sounds like Heyman isn't going to be her mouthpiece. A lot of people are saying that if Brock leaves, have Heyman come in, do that for her. And it doesn't sound like that's going to be the case. 
So my my concern is, while this could be a fun Mike Tyson as a special guest referee for Stone Cold HBK thing, this is not that. This is a woman with alleged long-term interests and WWE's long-term interests in her beyond. Uh, and it, there's a lot of support right now from three major players and three major players on the mic, Kurt, Stephanie, and Trip. And I, I know that they're going to do everything they can to hide the flaws, accentuate the strengths. But I'm thinking... You know, what's that match going to be like with Kurt is I saw Kurt at that house show in Baltimore and he doesn't look great physically. He he's, he's beat up. He's old. He's he's, he's broken up. He, he can't match? stand up straight. Uh, he was in the ring, uh, okay. but he was a little rickety. We saw him do the shield stuff and, you know, he, yeah. he came out, had did some, a little something else. But, um, you know, this is this is going to be mania and it's going to be Triple H. A woman that has never wrestled before, really, in Ronda, it's going to be Stephanie, who, outside of having the best face chop in the business, there's really nothing else she could do, and kind of a broken, beaten down, way past his expiration date, Kurt. So there's going to be plenty of buildup to a match, most likely, and then where do you go afterwards? I don't know, and I don't. I don't know. I'm gonna be watch. I'm gonna be watching this like a, a NASCAR car wreck. Not for. <laughs> not. I tell you, some of the best action is probably gonna be between Triple H and Ronda, yeah. not Kurt and Triple H. Frankly, I still think I would like to see Kurt have his own one-on-one something, but this is his second best option here because uh, I don't think Triple H, getting older, Kurt, very old, are gonna put any kind of barn burner. Steph can't work. So uh, yeah, those are that's that's my thoughts in a nutshell on on Rousey so far and hypothetically moving forward. Uh, yeah, I, I couldn't agree more with you, Justin. I, I think the thing that'll be interesting to see after this is what, if anything, they do with Ronda. Uh, you know, if this works out well, I, I think people would say, oh, put her on SummerSlam, put her at Survivor Series, put her at the Rumble if she is this f- you know full time person that they're claiming her to be. But yeah, uh, for a first time on the mic in front of a live crowd, just as we were wondering what happened last week, uh, yeah, they kind of ate her alive. She didn't do too hot until she got to actually throwing people around, and that isn't always going to be an option. Maybe they'll be smart, kind of handle it the way they've handled Lesnar, which is not just necessarily the mouthpiece, but, you know, the pre-cut backstage promos, very UFC-style sit-down, have them talk trash about whoever they're going against. That would protect her a bit more because, you know, the magic of editing saves everyone, uh, but... Yeah, long long term, I don't really know. And and uh, Kurt in that match, I mean, props to Kurt for still doing it. Props to Kurt for like not looking terrible in that TLC match. Uh, I don't really want to see Kurt Angle try to have a WrestleMania moment because I know that dude was still flipping off of cages like two years ago. So <laughs> let alone in front of eighty thousand people or however many yeah. the arena will hold, I- I'm a little worried about what Kurt will do because if the pressure's on and he has this big moment where he has to make things look good he will literally kill himself to get that match over he will he will he definitely has the uh the propensity to do that I want to see Kurt Angle overhead belly to belly Stephanie through some uh, sugar glass up on the stage <laughs> Um, just to make it come full circle. That's yeah, what I want to see. Gimmick, gimmick some glass. <laughs> gimmick some glass and let yeah. uh, what's good for the brother is good for the sister. So Yeah, um, I'll be all into that. But, but real quick, um, about Rousey, I feel like on Monday, 
she was a little more comfortable with her promo. She didn't she didn't say a whole lot, but she she sounded a little more calm and comfortable and to the point and and quick, which is something, you know, uh, that we harped on with with Roman Reigns early in his, uh, you know, solo uh, career of not being able to really cut really good promos. And he has come far in, in progressing with that. And we'll talk about Reigns in a little bit. But I feel like from Sunday to Monday, um, she kind of, you know, got the initial talking on the mic out of the way. She was nervous. She, she didn't know how people were going to react to her. And then when she got the crowd behind her, you, you kind of see a little bit more confidence. So I'm hoping that it continues to go in that direction. And again, I don't need or want to hear soliloquies from her, um, but keep it short, keep it uh, to the point. And, you know, I feel like she could she could do okay. You know, half the women on the roster aren't a great promo. Um, really... I mean, Bliss is bar none the best. Um, A number Paige, one right there. Mm-hmm. Paige, Paige can do really well. Charlotte can do well. Um, man, in, in terms of promos, that's pretty much it Paige, on the women's Charlotte, division. Uh, Becky, Becky's okay. Yeah, Carmella Becky's, has her moments. Yeah, that's yeah. about it. But as far yeah. as like a real like fucking hot fire type of something, um, yeah, you know there are like to see from them. Hey, they're high on the three person stable. Yeah. Page is gone. Why not grab? Why not blow up Absolution? Mandy okay. Rose, I feel like, is going to be a star. They're going to yeah. do something good with Mandy. She's got the look. She could move. I'm not oh, sure how Mandy, great she, she is on the look. mic, but she is. She could be a modern uh, Trish Stratus. She's thick as a brick. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Blow that all out. Get them gone. Put Sonya Deville with um, Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler is some morbid version of the three right. horsewomen or something like that. All right. three MMA fighters. All three with this brutal shit-kicking kind of gimmick. Um, I, surround her with some talent for now that could use a little bit of a rub. And those guys, as young as they are, neither yeah. one of them, uh, Baszler or... Um, who was the other? I'm sorry, Sonya Deville. Sonya Deville, yeah. They are senior to her... So they can sort of get the rub from her. They can all grow together. I just don't see her being on her lonesome anytime soon. You're going to have to put them with someone, and I don't think you could permanently have her with uh, Kurt, and it doesn't sound like she's going to be with Heyman also. Uh, It is interesting to note, uh, I I don't know if this is actually going to lead to anything, but there have been photos posted this week of Ronda training at the Performance Center. She is training with uh, Shani Baszler, which shouldn't come as a surprise. She's training with Sarah Amato, again, not a big surprise, but also training with her are Jessamyn Duke of the four horse women mm-hmm. and uh, her husband, Travis Brown, who is, you know, a six foot tall shit kicker looking dude. So I don't know if the plan is to bring in the entire extended Ronda Rousey fighting camp into the WWE at some point. Mm-hmm. But fact is they're in Orlando and they're working out in the ring. So bring Jessamine in. She yeah. is a interesting looking cat. And I've watched some of Jessamine Duke, one of the four horsewomen. I've watched her Twitch stream. She does this like video game Twitch stream, and she can fucking talk. She can talk, and she can talk for a while. She's tall as shit. Mm-hmm. She's got model looks. She acts like a tomboy. She's got one of the nastiest head kicks you've ever seen. Yeah. Really cool sleeve tattoo. Of all of those women, Jessamine, to me, 
is the one with the biggest upside as far as being a, a player. She does love the WWE. They love her back. And yes, that's a cool idea. Like the way an MMA team will go to the ring as a team. Look at Brock. Brock did the same thing. He has the gloves. He had the sponsors. He right. treated, he looked like Brock when he left the UFC. He did not look like, he never came back with a stone cold black trunks. When he came back from the UFC, it wasn't Brock the professional wrestler. It was Brock the UFC fighter. And that right. got him fucking over. Steal a page from that book. Have Travis Brown go down there. Have him carry a towel and a bucket and a water bottle. Have Shayna Baszler and have Jessamine Duke be there as her, her second and third and, and, and the heavies. And treat it. they treat this thing like an actual fight. and Because that's what everybody knows her from. They know her from right. the UFC. Go off of that. Don't go off of her love of professional wrestling, of her love of, Ron, of uh, Roddy Piper, of her bullshit acting career. She <laughs> is known 95% of her essence is back to mixed martial arts. Build off of that. And with that, that crew of people, I saw that photo. I'd love to see them all squad up and go out there and take the angle. Hell, you're with Kurt right now? Do what Kurt did. Does anybody remember when Kurt debuted in the WWE? His whole fucking gimmick that was spectacular. Where he was an Olympic gold medalist. Yeah. And yeah. He, this, this, this wrestling shit, this garbage. He didn't call yeah. it fake, but he didn't not call it fake. Right. And you read interviews or listen to interviews with him. He was reviled by people in the back. And yeah. the people in the front were like, oh, this cocksucker. Fuck this guy, man. He's <laughs> considering our sport a, a joke and everything like that. I can't wait to watch somebody get this ass kicked. Turn him into a big group of heels. She ain't going to be a face. Turn him into a big group of shitty. I'm, we're, we're better than this. We're so much better than wrestling. We're champions here. I'm, on, I'm in movies. This guy was a UFC heavyweight contender. She was a model turned MMA fighter. We're so much better than this, and you'll have a you'll have a heel stable that people will hate, and they can't wait to watch their asses get kicked. And then you have people there: Charlottes, Sasha's, Bailey's, some big heavy if they want to do something special with Travis. And you got yourself yeah. a fun match, maybe SummerSlam, maybe Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. I think there's options. She can't be solo though. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. no disagreement. Yeah, and as a face, uh, they they want to push her as as the uh, the anti authority figure face. So we'll see how long that goes. Because I think that your 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 plan makes a lot more sense than than her getting over as this uh, as Stone Cold female Stone Cold of 2018. So we shall see how that works. Um, the Elimination Chamber women's match was fine. It wasn't uh, it wasn't really anything spectacular. Um, there were a couple fun spots. Uh, you know, Mickey James and Bliss both went off the top of the uh, pods. You had the the Lion King moment between Bailey. So and good, Sasha. so good. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and not a not a ton. Alec, like, I'm trying to remember anything else that really really stuck. Out. I think Bailey Twisted had an Bliss elbow drop onto the, the top uh, of the, uh, the onto pod the was great. Cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, you know, it it was fine and uh, you know, Bliss Bliss walking out the champion I think is the is the smart move. I was, you know, for a minute there I was worried that I uh, was not worried, but I thought maybe Banks could could pull it out, but you know, Bliss uh Bliss finds a way. Bless her yeah. little uh dumpling ass and uh and here we are. 
And I have to give credit to Alexa Bliss because uh, she absolutely sold me uh, on her promo. I thought oh, the promo. I, I thought the the post match promo. I thought for sure that they were having her do another one of those. Oh, we're women and we're breaking boundaries, and this is such right. a beautiful moment. And then in that last moment, she just turns it on the fans and tells them they're never going to live out their dreams or whatever she said. It was such a great character moment, so good, and and really, you know, uh, I, I agree that the match. At as a whole wasn't amazing that when it got down to Sasha Bailey and Alexa, I thought that's when it turned into a lot of fun. And, yeah. uh, you know, that was just really the cherry on top of the Sunday, that great promo by bless. Yeah. Uh, now we've got the men's matchup where we had Roman Braun, Elias, Finn, Cena, Seth, and the Miz, a seven way yeah. elimination chamber match yeah. went 40 minutes. And we had a record with Braun Strowman, Eliminating everyone. Yeah. Literally. Well, not everyone. Everyone except, except Roman. Of course. L- yeah. LOL. Roman Reigns. And I Roman think Braun Reigns took. Wins. Did Braun take everyone's finisher on the way yes. there? Okay. So he took yes. everyone's finisher and then eliminated everybody and mm-hmm. then lost to Roman and then yeah. came back after and beat up Roman and stood tall yeah. at the end of the pay per view. Yeah. Kind of weird. Don't really understand it, but, you know. Uh, people you know, seemed happy at the end. They got he, Roman came in last and got a hold of a um, Elias was in last. Excuse me, Elias came in last. Yeah. That's right. He came in seventh, and and uh, Roman came in fifth. That's right. He came in second yes, to last. Braun was sixth. Yeah. Braun came in sixth. Correct. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Braun just ripping off everyone, but also getting it as well. That by the yeah. time Roman. Uh, got a hold of him that he had a, a, a wounded and somewhat, you know, beat down brawn to where, you know, one-on-one, it's not looking like he's going to beat him. But in this case, logically, it makes sense. It might not be what certain fans want, but the logic behind it is sound. And then you read some of the stuff or some of the conjecture about what happened on Raw, where was Brock, he was supposed to make this big announcement. I thought fucking Roman has hit a hot fire fucking promo on him. That was great. And they're sort of keeping Braun as this ace in the hole. What do we do? Because Brock's having this dalliance with the UFC. They've used up too many dates of his. Uh, Brock's, excuse me, Braun is sort of their, okay, if Brock doesn't work out, we might have to plug in Braun. But then that leaves Braun in the lurch where his... His good deed of being the guy to go to, the utility player, if Brock is there, and I think every indication is that he will be, then he'll be relegated to some possibly Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal winner, which I feel like even though he hasn't won before, is still kind yeah. of beneath him at this point. Yeah. Um, and then possibly being in a five-way with uh, a couple of folks for the Intercontinental title, which I still feel like is beneath him. I still feel like I want to see a one-on-one spectacle with him. The the thing that's so interesting is they, they have, if they need something as a backup plan for Braun, we were talking about the matches a little bit earlier. I don't know if anyone else remembers the end of Survivor Series, but the end of Survivor Series this year was Triple H and Braun going toe-to-toe and Braun beating the shit out of Triple H because Triple H turned on him. If we're suddenly remembering WrestleMania 31, I think we can certainly remember Survivor Series 2017. Put him (laughs) in with... Yeah, we could put him in place of Kurt Angle. Then we've got Braun in 
at least a match that a lot more eyes are going to be on versus this Elimination Chamber redux for the Intercontinental title, which, while on paper doesn't sound like a bad match by any means, also kind of feels like a wishy-washy way of just going, well, we want to make sure Seth and Finn and Miz and a lot, you know, all these people are on the card, so let's throw them into a a to-do for that belt. It's very, very weird. If you're going to do that, make it a ladder match because, you know, it's not WrestleMania without a ladder match of, of, of some sort. And as of right now, I haven't heard of any plans um, yeah. being drafted for a ladder match for this year. Um, you know, putting Braun in for Angle, uh, yeah, th- that would that would be interesting. You know, they could definitely find a way to have Angle not be a part of that match and still kind of be in the corner or whatever. Um, you know, that match is a spectacle match. It's not going to be a five-star match to anybody. It's, it's something that's going to be used to, to put butts in the seats and get eyes on the product and buy some pay-per-views um, and stuff like that and get, and get a lot of mainstream publicity for. And if that is what you're shooting for, then I would think Braun Strowman would be a really good uh, person to put in that place. Um, but with the um, with the, 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 the Roman and Brock thing, on the flip side of Braun being a possible substitute for Brock, he's also being rumored as a possible substitute for Mr. Roman Reigns because apparently yeah. the other shoe is going to drop on this um, alleged steroid ledger um, that's saying that he bought, uh, what is $140,000 worth of uh, PEDs from this one guy. So there's if, if they can prove that it was after his suspension, however many years ago that was, two or three years two, ago. Two years ago, I think. Two yeah. years ago, then that could be a shit show, which would make them uh, suspend him for 60 days, which would put him out of WrestleMania. And obviously, you know, WWE can, can finagle time periods and stall enough. It's, there's not like a state gaming board uh, talking yeah. to John Jones about something like that. So that he doesn't have the answer to that. But... Um, that's another shoe that could fall. So Braun is is certainly playing backup for that main event. And, you know, my my grumblings at the end of Elimination Chamber were not as much about Roman Reigns winning as it was about Braun Strowman losing. Um, because I, I get that, you know, this this uh, Brock-Roman matches is four years. <clears throat> excuse me. In the making from the Santa Clara one or three years, however fuck long it was, uh, where they have unfinished business and whatever. And I'm, I, you know, if that match happens, I know it's going to be good. I, you know, I'm not saying yeah. it's not going to be good. I, I just the way Braun Strowman has really captivated the audience over the past year and has sold all these merch and you know, I, I want to imagine he came up with get these hands or that was something he heard growing up. So that you know that he kind of made his own catchphrase and it's selling T-shirts when when he goes out there everybody cheers Braun along with him dude's fucking over and the the guy's nothing but upside as i said ad nauseum for the past couple months it kind of I, I just i want better for the guy you know than to now, have to play back up we still have some players some some pieces in play uh, that you can plug in that might not have the big name value of a Brock, have the name value of a Roman, but still could put on some hellacious matches with the players that are still involved, and that is Samoa Joe is still out there somewhere. Do we have a timetable on his return? Mm-hmm. Not yet. Yeah. It, it was rumored at one time to be, obviously, Miss Rumble, but back before Mania. And what would you think about using modern players with an older tale? I think Mayweather or Big Show, 
What about the possibility of a big spectacle? You know, we, we'd love spectacle with Braun Strowman. That's all he is. Braun Strowman and a returning Rey Mysterio. The smallest guy on the roster with the biggest motherfucker there is. Power versus speed. Legend versus new guy. This gigantic gorilla, you know, King Kong at the top of the building, swatting at this little lucha biplane. If they could get him back in time and set up a little something, that could be cool. Just this guy that's so quick and so tiny, he slides out of every running power bomb, uh, yeah. power slam attempt. Every time he goes to throw him, he lands on his goddamn feet and comes running back at you. It could be some incredible spectacle. And even in a loss, if he really does put on a hell of a showing and Braun kind of gives him that respect at the end of it and helps him up, yeah, it could look very akin to the Batista Rey, Materi- uh, Rey Mysterio team when those two uh, teamed up together and then feuded for the title. Uh, I-, I would love to see that spectacle. Frankly, I'd love to see Rey back. Rey never looked better in sure. modern times when he came back at the Rumble. And right there with Braun- you. I want to see Braun do something special. I want to see him do something interesting. I don't want to see him in that five-way. And I think Brock and Braun could be great. That's my number one hope, is it's Brock and Braun. Just two yeah. big fucking animals that could both go. Not like For a 20, 25, match. 30 minutes. Yes, absolutely. Beat the yeah. shit out of each other. Just destroy that fucking arena. Just yeah. leave absolutely. it. Absolutely. Absolutely just destroy the ring. They're swinging fucking posts at each other. They're <laughs> literally using Michael Cole as a kendo stick. Yeah. But if that's not the case, give me something head-scratchingly spectacular. I think Mysterio Braun could be that. Yeah, I I would love to see that. Uh, granted, there are some rumors about Ray going on, which we can get into as uh, if we get into SmackDown this week uh, about what they might be doing with a, a Mister Cena. Uh, but uh, I, I I would love to see it, and uh, you know I I think that would be a really interesting and unique match for them to put on. So that that'd be absolutely awesome. I've never rooted for Goliath. In a David <laughs> sort of story, though, you know, yeah, it, it would be an interesting way how they sell that because, you know, Rey Mysterio, obviously one of the most um, popular wrestlers of all time worldwide. And then you've got Braun, this guy uh, who who is super over. You'll be curious to see how the crowd um, chants for that one and who they get behind. You know, I wouldn't want Rey to come back for this special marquee match and it end up being like his appearance three rumbles ago where he came in at number 30 in the death spot that people... People were hoping Daniel Bryan came in and he got booed out of the fucking building. Um, yeah. So it, it would be interesting. The match itself, I, I'm all in on that. I think it would be would be very, uh, very entertainmentful uh, is another <laughs> word for entertaining. Um, so, yeah, it, it makes sense. I'm all for that. Uh, on to Cena. Cena came out on Monday. Did his uh, did his promo of you know he failed and and all this sound like he was doing a fucking high school graduation speech or something like that. <laughs> he was talking about failure and getting up like oh god we get it John and then he then he what was interesting is that he called out the Undertaker. The crowd lost their shit, which made me die inside a little bit. And then uh, he said, "Well, that's not going to happen." So Uncle Dave is saying that that was used to gauge audience interest in uh, a proposed Cena-Undertaker match, because that's well probably the most likely scenario for John Cena at WrestleMania at this point still, as of today. So um, then he jumps to SmackDown and gets put into the uh, now a six-pack fucking challenge on, uh, on Fastlane in a couple weeks, uh, which he'll lose, um, and it's fine. But 
Not before he beat AJ Styles, the WWE champion, clean on SmackDown. The guy who's like uh, two and five in his last seven matches just pinned your WWE champion on a random SmackDown. Still, I get it. Goddamn good match, though. It was. Well, well no, 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 no. It was. Great match. It yeah. was. Great match. Yeah, it yeah. Was. I'm paying pay attention was. to the journey, not the destination. That was a fucking good I know. match. Still, I know. Yeah, yeah. I think I think you're looking at the credits before the actual plot. This fucking the match was fantastic. <laughs> And made you, it made me anyway say, okay, he deserves to be in that six pack challenge. Do I think he wins it? No, I don't. Now, everything that I read, it still sounds like everything still screams Taker Cena at right. Mania, which is fine because Taker's Taker and Cena's now Cena. Cena's going to be moving on. Cena. Yeah. So why burn up a good, fresh, young talent on Taker? Why have a same thing, a good, fresh young talent on Cena. Let them, two men, with really nowhere to go, uh, take her to Sunshine Acres Retirement Community and Cena <laughs> to the red carpet. Uh, I do, I, that's a fine match for me. I have no problem with that spectacle. And I feel like that's still what's going to happen. I feel like they're, they, they were doing a little bit of a swervy derve on us. And who knows, maybe yeah. at Fastlane, Maybe Taker shows up. Maybe he costs right. him something. Maybe he does it. Maybe he um, comes out the next night after losing and does another one of his goddamn boo-hoo speeches, and Taker comes out with a whole fucking, hey, why don't you sack the fuck up promo? Come on. <laughs> yeah. You've been around here too long to be giving me that cry-ass bullshit. You said that match is impossible. You never heard that shit from me. I'm the one who says it's impossible mm-hmm. or not. And then they go and do what they do, and I'll watch it. I really don't care about the outcome. I'll enjoy the spectacle. Right. I still think it's Cena Taker. Yeah, I saw, well, he didn't say anything saying it couldn't happen aside from him leaving his fucking coat and uh, hat in the ring last year. But uh, like you were saying about instead of wasting a new talent on Undertaker or on Cena, how about this proposal that Cena becomes the anti-Taker and puts over a new talent? Uh, looking at you, Rusev. Um, if you want to do a redemption story <laughs> from three WrestleManias ago. If you want to do a redemption story, you get fucking Rusev versus a John Cena in 2018, and WrestleMania Day becomes Rusev Day when John Cena pushes Rusev to the next level. How about that shit? Now, Chris, I... I what I, happens oh. first? That happens or fucking CM Punk comes back? <laughs> right, right. There See, no fucking what, what I was going to say is I think that sounds like a great idea, but how is Road Dog going to be able to make that work by... At the same time, keeping Rusev off of TV every week. I don't know how that's going to work because it's hard to have that. him in an angle when there's no fucking Rusev. It's kind of yeah. hard to get me excited for Shinsuke AJ when you never see the fucking guy anywhere. Heard uh, that? Yeah, Rusev. What do you do with Rusev at this point? Where is he factored in at? I mean, you could do the cheap bullshit. Um, Damian Sandow, Mizdow, Miz split match, which just. Pu- petered out into nothing. Do, do you have Aiden split with Rusev and they? Not, not a WrestleMania. They <laughs> yeah. butt heads. But there's really there's nothing for him right now. There's nothing. He's on a he's on a collision course with a fucking oblivion. There's nothing for the guy. Outside well, they of the love crowd, all these loving to see him. There's what are they doing with him? Well, if they love all these multi man matches, why don't you throw him into the U.S. title match? Uh, you know, he'd get a bigger reaction than a gender fucking Mahal would, and looks like he's going to be put in there with uh, with Rude Norton at Fastlane. Mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe if you don't do a ladder match with the IC title, do it with the US title and throw uh, your Rusevs in there, and uh, we'll see we'll see what happens there. I just I just want the guy to fucking succeed and get in some marquee matches and get over. Um, he's a main event talent, and I don't know what's why. 
he's not at that level right now. It's I think he's a near the main event talent. Rusev, I don't know if he's top of the card. Talent. He ain't know, headlining man. a fucking pay-per-view. Ain't oh, no he's headlining a pay-per-view. Uh, Rusev? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no way. Rusev headlining a pay-per-view. Sure. Yeah. Rusev it, has been borderline Bray Wyatt-ish until Rusev Day, as a fluke, got over recently. Rusev headlining a paper a pay per view well, is absurd. Well, I'm talking about the talent. The talent is there oh, he's for him. Yeah, super talented. Yeah, not the but way so, they're booking. So is the Velveteen Dream. He ain't gonna fucking headline a pay per view anytime soon. <laughs> Rusev's been booked into the gutter until he accidentally got over with a silly catchphrase and a guy that sings off key. There ain't no fucking way they're putting him at the top of a card. Uh, I'm just all, all I'm saying is if you have. Uh, Kane as pretty much the de facto guy who everyone, once they get a world title at WrestleMania, goes against, you're going to need a 2019, 2020, 2021 version of Kane because it ain't going to be Mayor Glenn showing up at Backlash. <laughs> Throw Rusev into that spot. That dude can go. That dude just needs to be, you know, the evil foreigner that has made pro wrestling work for the past three decades. And he would be perfect in that role, especially on the SmackDown side. Because I don't know about you. You tell me you're doing AJ Rusev or Nakamura Rusev. I'll watch that and be very, very happy. Yeah, we'll watch it. But will the masses watch? Of course, we'll watch it. We do a wrestling podcast. Fair We're talking fair about point. getting people to sit in the seats and to buy tickets. Rusev isn't moving tickets. He's going to buy. He's moving calendars. He's buying merch to people that wear wrestling shirts. But, hey, there's a wrestling event coming up. Let's go see a guy that sings with a quite possibly bisexual albino opera singer. <laughs> No, there's no, 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 no. There's, there's a lot of fantasy booking with you guys right now, but there's no, this is, this is some fan fiction right now. There ain't no fucking way. And all the Kane stuff about him being new Kane. Kane is, Kane is a utility player where there's always like a three way. There's never just him. It's Kane ain't headlining a fucking pay per view. When's the last time Kane headlined a pay per view as a one on one? Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan. Yeah. But oh, Daniel no, Bryan. I'll, I'll, say, I'll say that's four years ago, but that was still, what, like 10, 10 plus years into Kane being in the WWE? I mean, I, I think I think they need to set, to set up these utility guys who aren't necessarily going to be champion, but they can be in the spot to be the guy who the champion feuds with. Like the guy that they's always fed to Hogan. Like whenever exactly, he, he, exactly yeah, when he would fight Dolph Ziggler's, yeah, your Ziggler's. <laughs> yes. yes, that's that's it. He's gonna reach like a Ziggler level. Yeah, unless something miraculous fucking happens, or they got all in on this Rusev day, which they've yeah. basically shown that they're not going to. Rusev day yeah. gets over, and he doesn't get booked for the next week or two. So there, it's the guy. And trust me, I'm not denying his talent. He's hilarious as shit. His wife's hot as fuck. Mm-hmm. But instead, you've got her. Doing fuck all knows what. Yeah. Uh, he's on a Bray Wyatt path. I mean, he's oh, yeah. Don't put that evil on. Yeah, I mean, he's fucking. Yeah. I mean, he's he's his big fuse have been what with Enzo. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. First with Enzo, then he just disappears for a while. Then he threatens to quit. I mean, if you look at the path of Rusev, oh, it's and a goddamn Wyatt, mess. It's a it's goddamn, a goddamn mess. parallel, and he just accidentally stumbled into getting over. And what does the WWE hate? When you get over on your own, Zack Ryder, Daniel Bryan pushed the fucking envelope to the point where they had to. They want to write them. They, uh, Roman Reigns is proof of it. They want him to be the man, so God damn it, he's going to be the man. Meanwhile, Zack Ryder's getting over with a YouTube channel and <laughs> just fucking bury him into oblivion. 
Rusev gets over with Rusev Day, and he doesn't show up for the next two weeks. Yeah. He ain't coming fucking anywhere near that main event Look, spot. if Jinder Mahal can headline three <laughs> pay-per-views, mm-hmm. I'm not giving up hope for fucking Rusev at this point, okay? Are they going to have any events in Moscow or Bulgaria anytime soon? <laughs> Is there big expansion plans into fucking Serbia hey man. or Siberia? Hey, man, I don't know, but Vince is friends with Trump, who's friends with Putin, so it could fucking happen, all right? That's all I'm saying. I'll tell you what needs to happen is they have one last shot at Matt Hardy, Bray Wyatt, Uh, at WrestleMania. Oh, God. I have an idea, and I feel like this this has been... This has been a a fuck sandwich since Jump Street. It's been... (laughs) You got your broken Hardy, and it's been garbage. We got it, and it sucks. It all sucks. Everything about it sucks. The only thing that's even remotely like what we fell in love with is the way the guy tweets and occasionally talks on the promos he never gets to cut in the ring, ever. Like, all the stuff that got him to the dance, they don't let him do. Right. So they're going to do this ultimate deletion, apparently. You're going to do this at WrestleMania. Film the fucking thing. Yes. And go out of fucking control with this thing. Yeah. You got Vanguard 1. I want to see Vanguard 2 through 200 also. (laughs) I want to see a goddamn swarm of drones. I want to see a fleet of boats. You say there's going to be a great war. There's going to be an ultimate deletion. I want to see Bray with a whole fucking squad of scarecrows. I want to see Sister Abigail come out. It's got to be such a goddamn spectacle that people at the end of it be like, what the shit did we just say? (laughs) Spend your money. Blow your budget. Because you haven't spent a fucking dime so far it has been utter trash you got jeff hardy coming back at some point nero could show back up you could go ahead and add a twist to it by dear god camera pulls back who's standing next to bray there's fucking jeff and jeff and bray are together and you've broken matt you went from woken to broken because i stole the one thing that mattered to you your brother when Jeff returns, he takes Wyatt's side. And Wyatt breaks out all the members of the family, film it off-site, do it in a fucking swamp, set everything on fire, hand him a goddamn gun. Someone gets shot for real. <laughs> it's got to be a spectacle, yeah. the likes of which that can't be in the ring. It can't. They've, yeah. gotta, they've got to do something on a screen. they got to film this thing ahead of time. Because yeah. in ring... It's going to be dull as fuck. Unless they have drone operators and a bunch of people walking boats down to the ring, this ultimate deletion is set to fail. Because that match, I did watch chunks of the match from Elimination Chamber. Fucking snoozer. Fucking yep. snoozer. Yeah, real bad. Not good. Not good. Now, I told you guys the one at the house show was fucking great. And that's what I was looking forward to it. Nope, didn't get it. Yeah. Didn't get it at all. The one that you had a Raw 25, absolute fucking trash. Everything about this has been trash so far. You give me a watered-down version of something that people loved, and you've had a guy in Bray that you have permanently fucked. Permanently fucked. There is no coming back from no. what you've done to this poor guy. So why not treat it like your last day at work when you just fucking start fingering interns and setting the coke <laughs> machines on fire, <laughs> spitting your boss's fucking face, and writing real, real racist shit on a handicapped kid's neck. Just do whatever. Go fucking crazy with this thing and blow your wad, and at the end, move on and let them do whatever. Repackage Bray. Fuck him up so badly and let Matt win that we don't see Bray for a year and repackage him. Let this be the end of it. 
But yeah, I think we'll, we'll, we'll end up with spectrum. Broken Bray, and then he'll start doing some even stupider shit that nobody wants to see. Do some Joseph Park shit. Steal that bit. I love Joseph Park. Joseph Park and Abyss was hilarious. Martin, did you watch any Joseph Park today? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Lots when, of fun. When he fucking showed up as his goddamn brother looking for his missing brother. Yeah. I love that. Steal it. Fucking take it. You got Borash there now. Exactly. You got Drake, who looks like someone shot with a fucking tranquilizer dart. <laughs> Be sure to s- just steal. Steal it. Who gives a shit? Have Bray show back up, cut his dreads off, give him a beautiful head of hair, have yeah. him show up and as this like southern pastor, Colonel... Bring Fuck. back Husky, man. Bring, Bring back, back Husky. Colonel Husky. Colonel Husky here. Looking for my brother Bray. He's gone astray. If I could ever, if I could find brother Bray, brother, that would be people. Are like, All right, cool. I'll watch this. Is then he bumps into Bo trash. Dallas backstage. Like, nope, that's not him. Who's that? Yeah. Oh, you look like a slightly thinner yet not thin Bray. Yeah. Have you seen my horribly misshapen sister? Anyways, off to craft services. Where's the dessert tray? I hear there's lemon bars. And, Give me something different at the end of it because I think you could still do something with Jeff and Matt, but Bray's done and go out in a fucking blaze of glory at WrestleMania. I agree with every word you just said. Yeah, if they want to make that one hour of the 17-hour WrestleMania program this April, I'm there. That works for me. Have, yeah. and you know what? Reheat Abigail, man. Give us what you planned to do against Finn and roll that shit back out and learn from people laughing at it the first time like what the fuck was with that terrible Pasadena fucking Kim's Crip horse shit makeup and we'll do something a little better it's Wrestlemania we can hire someone from SKG DreamWorks to maybe gussy him up with some prosthetics or whatever or we'll pull a Dustin Rhodes and give him a set of tits that we promised to take out afterwards whatever <laughs> But yeah, give give me give give me Sister Abigail WrestleMania, and I and I'll and I'll I'll leave there happy with him. Yeah, let's let's make, let's make that happen. I, you know what? I'll uh, well, no, I'd say I throw a couple bucks towards the uh, production costs, but I ain't got no fucking money. Which is a great time to remind you guys that uh, oh. I'm going out to Lucha Underground next week, and I still have that GoFundMe. So if you want to throw a couple bucks my way, so I can uh, make my way to LA for the uh, Lucha Underground tapings uh, in a week, uh, it would be greatly appreciated. The link is on the uh, Twitter and the Facebook. Thank you very much. Did you much. get the money? Did I've you- gotten some. I've gotten some. I've gotten about. Uh, almost half of what I need so okay. uh, just need a, need, need, a, need a little more help getting a little getting a little nervous so you're approaching you the 11th hour there? here what are you, what are you... no it's uh, well uh, Moose paid for it and I have to pay him back uh, oh so. god wait what wait so okay. yeah hold on fucking so. plot twist wait a minute no you're about you're about a third of the way there as we stand right now yeah so, about third hold on way. Moose did what uh, he 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 uh, he he fronted the money for the for the trip out there, and I'm gonna I'm pay back. I'm paying back. Moose, you ain't gonna see that money, man. No, 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 no. I'll, I'll get into it. it. May not be Moose. You better you better accept fucking repayment, Totino's pizza rolls, and pop bottles, motherfucker, because it's gonna be a hot sack. Look, look. That- I'm, I'm I'm good for it. I'm good for it. I'll, Shout I'll out get to Donna. Into eventually, Austin, Barb, Mark, Vince. Gorehound, Brian, many many people have uh, yeah. have thrown up have thrown up some cash. You do realize uh, this is sort of like our version. This is the version of when we went to Jad's and four people showed up and we're like, oh, yeah. so we're done doing these. Uh, this yeah. is the, this no, is I the fucking GoFundMe version of that where we're like, oh, 
Sorry, we picked at this scab a little bit too much, and it's bleeding. Grasping at straws, my friend. Oh I, man, I in dire, dire uh, financials right now. This is hey, not I'm, the. This is the, probably the actual, probably the worst possible time for this to happen, Lucha, to come back and tape uh, in my life right now. So, uh, I'll find what a do you way. Think about Jack Swagger joining up with them. Jack Swagger, Tommy and, Dreamer, uh, who else? Tommy. Okay, I've avoided spoilers. I did hear those two, so thanks. Um, but I've avoided every other spoiler. I even skipped over in the in Meltzer's report. I skipped over the entire Lucha Underground section because I didn't want to read any specific spoilers. Um, so I, I, I respectfully request uh, no Lucha spoilers to be thrown my way. Obviously, I'm going to come in three quarters of the way through the season because uh, I'm coming in the third weekend of there is that right john laurinitis was yeah. a head scratcher why they're bringing that fucking it. guy in god damn it stop it don't is, do that to me uh, that was i mean that, if hey, he's not. whatever they're doing with him and teddy long is this new fucking <laughs> tag team i'm into okay rusty and dusty is part of <laughs> is part of this new lucha fucking crew i'm all come about on. all right come on i got no problem with it i mean i'm not gonna spoil anybody else but Marty, yeah. if you wanna, you know, you know the ahead. Luke and Butch the Bushwhackers. I didn't oh, know they had it uh, in them. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah, yeah, those dudes thrown around us is a rough, rough watch. But you know, <laughs> I guess it'll be great, Chris. And new trios champions, the rider mowers that the Mexicals took uh. to the ring. They've given inanimate objects the trios titles, which I yeah. thought pretty creative yeah, to have so just a couple smart. of fucking. John Deere rider mowers as the champions. Yeah. Wait till you see very, it after in post production. After they finish all the special effects, it, <laughs> oh, it'll yeah. be amazing. Best promos in the company. Best promos <laughs> in the company. <laughs> and I like how Vibora transitioned into a snake woman, which is cool. <laughs> I thought, man, this is going to be uh-huh. a fucking. This is going to be a slapdash ass season of lucha. There's, I mean, there's all kinds of motherfuckers going. Now you're still going to have though. They're doing a versus. Impact thing, right? Isn't like Impact they are. working together? Yeah. So like who you see on Impact, so your your cages and your Tyas and your Sammy Callahan's Mundo and all that, Morrison. they'll all still be there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and they're I'm curious to see how this Impact versus Lucha thing pans out. I think they're doing it on Twitch, um, yep. which I think uh, Impact is working with now. Um, I, and I think King Cuerno is going to be one of them. Phoenix and uh, Pentagon. Did Dario die last season? It's up in the air. Um, it was kind of left open. Uh, probably, you know, he was shot a couple times, if I remember correctly. <laughs> Give me the thumbs up or the thumbs down if you know no, what no, happened. No, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Don't. Come on, this guys. This season's going to be a clusterfuck. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah, it is. Chris, you're going to see some shit, and you're going to be like, I owe a lot of people a lot of money. You're going to nah, text nah, Moose nah. and be like, I- I'm just. No, he's I'm coming like, with I'm, me. Oh, Moose is coming. Oh, oh, like a Blaster Master sort of situation. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah, okay. yeah. we're going tandem. We're, we're, we're running right. a tandem guys- bicycle and going down the Santa Monica Pier together. <laughs> Big basket on the front full of fucking jelly beans. <laughs> we're guys- hoping to recreate the intro to Pacific Blue. Um, yeah. Oh, so- yeah. oh, my God. Dude. Okay, look look at me. Uh-huh. I will, I will throw you money. Uh-huh. If you two show up dressed as fucking bike cops from Pac Blue. <laughs> If they both won't you let us in get. with that. They won't let us in with that. Okay, my request. Man, reach out, no, reach out to your boy. Reach out to your fucking boy that works here. Reach out to what's his deck we've talked to. And if he lets you two show up as fucking pack blue bike cops, 
<sighs> I will, I will, I will give you a scoop of money if he says yes. But you got to get the outfits. All right, I got to help pay for those. If you show up as fucking oh, okay, I'll tweet. I'll tweet Chris and Joseph right tweet after him, the show. Tweet him and say, listen, I'm going to show up as a bike cock, bike cock, bike cock, <laughs> bike cock, the new lucha champion, bike cock. All right, you show up as a bike cop. From from Pack Blue, uh-huh. Moose has got to be one of the women from Silk Stockings. Okay, <laughs> that's not fair. It's fair. I'm not making you dress up like that. I think that's fucking. <laughs> I think that's. If you could find a third person, Walker, Texas Ranger. I want a row. I want a row of USA programming. What about La Femme Nikita? Oh fuck! I might go. <laughs> <laughs> The Rough House Podcast is a weekly podcast featuring one guy whose radio dreams came true and another guy who failed miserably at being a successful broadcaster. And Marty. Follow us at RoughHouseSGW on Twitter and Facebook.com slash The Rough House Podcast. Become a donor to The Rough House at Patreon.com slash The Rough House Podcast. And check out our videos at YouTube.com backslash channel backslash capital U C E G J two one n lowercase w capital g lowercase k capital p m lowercase l capital d n seven lowercase c three lowercase r lowercase f u v q this is the The rough house House, uh podcast with justin and christoph that's it fuck christoph he's terrible with his information okay Hey, this is The Rock. Shut your mouth, jabronis, and listen up, because this is the Rough House podcast with Justin and my least favorite man on the planet, Kristoff. And Marty? The preceding presentation was brought to you by The Realm Network.